This podcast contains adult language. If you'd like a beeped version, it doesn't exist. Sorry. Este podcast contiene palabras vulgares. Si quieres algo más limpio, culpa, pero no existe. Welcome to How to Survive Your Life. Hello, survivalists. How are you? How was your week? I hope well. This is the podcast where we help you survive everything in your life. I am Molly, and I'm joined, of course, by Miss Kaylee Cassidy. How are you, Kaylee? Yeah, very good. Excited to be here again, doing another podcast. Wow, wow. So this week, I'm super excited. I know. I just added that. I don't know what that noise was, but I just want to tell the listeners it wasn't me. Okay? It wasn't me. (laughs) To be clear, it was me. (laughs) So if you haven't... (laughs) That one was Kaylee. That was Kaylee. The first one was me. To be clear. (laughs) So I'm really excited about this this week. So this week, we're doing How to Survive Restaurants. You know, people are starting to emerge back into the world, depending on where you are. If you're in the US, you've been, well, doing it like normal forever. Like there was no pandemic. If you're here in the UK, you're starting to slowly go back into restaurants. And how how do you survive it even pre-pandemic? How did we survive it? I don't know, but that's why we're here. And I'm extra excited because I have one of my oldest friends, by years I've known him, not by his age. <laughs> Eddie Valdiva, who I worked with in a restaurant. It was like going to war together. We worked at Carrabba's Italian Grill. Shout out to Carrabba's. Eddie, welcome. How are you? Hola. I'm good. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super excited to uh, share some insight into the restaurant business. Oh, yes. I'm I'm very excited because you guys met each other working in a restaurant originally. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he trained Molly. Trained me. Yes, no I did. way. You were trained yeah. by Molly. I know. <laughs> I love it. Come on, Eddie. Tell that story, Eddie. Well, you know, I assume well, as we or listeners, I guess, have gotten to know Molly. It's always the joke is that Molly is super high energy, and so I was coming into the situation of becoming a server at Carabas where we first met. Molly was my tr- was one of my trainers, and she took me around, and it was a whirlwind. <laughs> going around the restaurant and trying to follow uh, in the steps of Molly and all of her energy so funny. And, uh, craziness. Yeah, no, it was quite a, quite a, uh, an experience, that training session. And when you, wait, how long did you both work there for? I worked there longer. Well, you worked at, you worked at South Lake. Yeah. So I worked at three different locations of, of cause I worked at South Lake. Cause you've uh, got high energy and you just bounced around them all. That's how I do it. So I worked at South Lake, which, South Atlanta, Morrow, what, what? I worked there like two, two and a half years. Then I worked at, cause yeah, I'd been there a while. And then I worked at Perimeter for a year-ish, give or take. And then I worked, well, no, I think I worked at Perimeter a year and a half because I went back at one point and then, actually two points. And then I worked at one outside of Orlando for a year. So I worked there like four or five years in total. Then you totally worked there longer than I did. Yeah. I was there like two years, I think two and a half. But you also were, you were, weren't you a busboy first? Oh yeah. Back in high school. That's right. But yeah, let me add that. So whatever that would have been like a year. So three years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, in preparation for this, I, I had, I had to think I have, I have served tables or I served tables for eight and a half years in total, mm. give or take. I think it's the longest I have ever done anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, acting, but you know, like I, it, it's crazy. It's a so different, this... it's a different vibe, England to America. Like yes. I, I'll be honest with you, even Barcelona, cause I worked in a bar there for a bit. Yeah. Like it's just different everywhere, but it's, it is hard. It's long hours, long shifts. And I think that's what they've got in common. But I think as you guys might mention or talk about later, like the pay system's very much, very different. Yes. But, yeah. That's what I was curious about too, about this whole, you know, we're going to have these tips, but I'm like, wait, are these going to yeah. Between, you know, yeah. And- I'm really excited about this this one for multiple reasons. First of all, I love restaurants. Like I love eating out. I, you know, I res- you know, I respect like my husband and I, we just love food. Like if you ask us, if you go travel with us or if you've gone somewhere or you want to go somewhere we've been, we will tell you the best places to eat and drink because that's what we love to mm. do. And so I, so we really enjoy eating out good food and we respect, we respect the art, you know, we respect the chefs and what they're making. Yeah. And, and obviously, cause we've both been servers. My husband's also been a cook in a restaurant. We also understand and respect people who are really good at their work, like really good servers who know, know their shit, know their food, know their wine. Yeah. So we love it. And it's very different in the U S versus the UK. And okay. I, don't know which one I prefer, to be honest. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because, it's... well, go ahead, Kaylee. No, no, no. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, I've never worked in an American restaurant, but I have been in restaurants. And yeah, you, I don't know. It, I've been in American restaurants and it's, I, I don't know. Like for me, I didn't really like how they rush you. And it's because mm. they want more people in to get more tips, which I get because of the low wage. But like, for me, I'm just like, oh, I miss the fact that in England, you can just go sit somewhere unless you're in Wagamama's and you can just like leisurely like eat and enjoy and not feel rushed. And you can definitely do that in Barcelona because it would take yes. an hour to be served yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then an hour to get the bill. So you just need to spend the whole evening yeah. eating. Yeah. I actually think I prefer the UK system more. On a whole, do you have maybe better service in the US? Yes. But to your point, Kaylee, like you can sit there and not feel guilty about sitting yeah. there for a while. You just have to accept it's going to be slower. Like it's just going to be slower in the UK and parts of Europe than it is in the US. That being said, like I get amazing service here and I've had and I've had shitty service here. I've had obviously amazing service in the US and I've had a shitty service in the US. Yeah. The difference is in the US, I would never tip. I may, if I'm really mad, tip 10%, but I'm usually, even if I get bad service, tipping between 10 and 15%. Here, you just accept like it's going to be slower and that is what it is, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? And I always give the extra, you know, I always do the service charge, but here the service charge, Eddie, is like 10 to 12% Okay. because they're also getting an hourly wage. Where in the U.S., there are 16 states in the U.S. where the minimum wage for servers is two thirteen an hour. Yeah, I think Georgia still. So they are. So that is mad, isn't it? It's it's two thirteen an hour. An hour's work for two thirteen. How many plates do you carry? How many drinks do you serve? You really do rely on the tips. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking to that whole that whole uh, service thing too is like that's the benefit of like okay so if you do having worked as a server if you do go to a restaurant 
people, right? And you end up spending a lot of time with friends and, and things. You're at least aware enough of what's going on. So you're like, okay, hey, we've spent two hours or however long you end up staying. Yeah. As a certain who's worked in the industry before, you're like, okay, this person needs to make this money. I'm going to leave extra. And so yeah. we are sort of um, at least aware, having worked in the industry here in here in the U.S. of like, or at least I I am like, whenever I see a server mm. and I'm table for a really long time now and I want to like enjoy dinner and be in company for a while yeah that will tip extra because you know that they're trying to push those tables yeah. through. and when they don't have that chance yeah you're like okay let me you know give them better gratuity it does suck that it and it's because of the 225 too or the oh yeah I, I, I have a question for you Eddie so say you're a server and you're like on your server's wage and you've got a night off and so you go out with your friends and perhaps that week you haven't had enough tips. It must be quite difficult to like be like, I'm just thinking of if it was me, like you're not earning a lot. And so it's like difficult to tip the way like maybe people on higher salaries would tip, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. is there ever a difficulty there? Like when you, when you were like working as a server, like. And I've worked, you know, and it's funny you say you asked that because I was thinking about, I think I always, first off, multiple reasons of why I didn't have money. One of it was because we do this thing here where we did at least where like you would pay out. We got, we had like side work, right? So like yeah. the things you would do at the end of the day, yeah. at the end of your shift and you have to do these little jobs and I would always pay out. So not only am I like only making two <laughs> something and then my tips, I'm also like, Hey, I don't want to stay here long because they want to go out. So I'm yeah, like paying yeah, yeah. well. So I was thinking about like, I don't remember ever feel like I always, I, I worked in Florida. I worked at a beach club in Florida. I worked in Los Angeles at the, at the Beverly Wilshire in, in Los Angeles. And obviously the rent and stuff was more expensive there. But your hourly wage is more in LA. Isn't your hourly, yeah, hourly wage? More. But I always felt like the money was tight though. So to answer your question, I always felt like definitely, yeah. Like going yeah, yeah, out, yeah. I was always super aware of yeah. what I did how much I didn't have. Like, okay, yeah. we can do two drinks tonight and we're, then we're going to go back to your place and I'm going to drink your vodka. Yeah, 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 yeah. with the vodka and have a drink yeah. and we'll go out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will say there's one, one good thing about U.S., like working in the U.S. as a server. It's I feel it's feast or famine as far as serve. Like if you find the right restaurant, like you can make bank and you can make really good money. And especially if you're a, a university student or you're an actor. And so you, you need, you need this flexible for whatever reason, you need a flexible schedule or you don't have like a lot of time. Like you can make really good money in a short amount of time if you're at a busy restaurant or yeah. it's like, you know, or if it's like a good season, cause I've, I've definitely worked in restaurants where I've made really well. And then I've definitely worked in restaurants where I'm just scraping by. Yeah. Yeah. But the good, the good thing is they always need people to work shifts. So you can always pick up extra. Yes, I remember just working true. all the time and yeah, the shifts would all come up because people called in sick. A bar in Barcelona sounds awesome, but I guess it would have been, I mean, was it? The pressure's not as high. Like, honestly, it's so relaxed. It's, it's hard for people to get used to it. And people are always like, oh, the Catalan are so rude. And it's like, no, it's just, no. you know, they're not eager to please. They don't feel like they need you to like them for them to exist in this world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but Kaylee, that's how we exist. We exist to I know. serve you. <laughs> No, because basically I love having a good rapport with, yes. if I go out, I like to have a good rapport with the, yeah. the staff or if I'm in a restaurant, I really like to chat to the waiter or the waitress or, you know, the servers. And actually like on Saturday night, I went out for the first time. It was my flatmate's birthday. Out, out. 
You went, oh, you ow, looked ow. good, Kaylee. I saw the picture on Instagram. You look so pretty. I crimped pretty. my hair. She I got good. dressed up. Did glitter um, on. Glitter was on. The glitter was on. And we had such a fun night. But we immediately, like, because obviously it's a little bit more like America now in England because of the yeah. pandemic. So you have table service. Yeah, you have to, I don't know if the app thing, but you have to buy on an app. And my phone's always out of battery. So oh. I'm always, you know fucking that up but um uh, always out of battery quote unquote guess you'll have to order my drinks for me <laughs> thanks <laughs> nobody go out with me okay <laughs> i'm bad i'm a bad one and you also the other thing that's quite similar i can't remember now like oh uh you have time a lot a lot like time slots yeah. so you can't like go over that because there's other bookings but this pub was huge it was called the ninth life it was in catford it was absolutely huge loads of free tables and we sat in a little booth that was an art gallery it was an exhibition in the tate a couple of years ago where everyone who entered the gallery got a sticker and you put it on the white walls or in the white room and then at the end of the exhibition, it was basically a communal art project where all of the stickers were placed and yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And we sat in a recreation of that. Oh, and that's um, we were like, yeah, and we found out our server's name, who was Tom. And so all night we're like, Tom, like Tom. And then this got table of men bought us shots <gasps> and we like, get Tom a shot. Tom needs to yes, come and do Tom. a shot with us. How long did yes, they see? And we were like, Tom, Tom, You're Tom. the tables I love. How long was your plot? So our slot was two hours, but we literally stayed until nine o'clock. And it started? We got there at four. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. messy. It was messy. I, I love it. I love it. I, those, those, I miss those nights. Those are the good nights. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's help people survive real quick just just so people know that Eddie is legit and he knows what he's talking about. Before pursuing his passion in beauty, Eddie was an actor, which means he was a server. In several states including Georgia, Florida, and California, he is now back in Atlanta, working in his own studio and providing hair care to all his amazing clients. You can find him at Studio V. I am slightly biased, but he is very talented. So if you're looking for a hairstylist and you're in the Atlanta area, there's your boy. I want to say, I want to say that I've been looking at Eddie's hair for the whole of this going, it looks amazing <laughs> and it makes yeah. sense now. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, I didn't know you were working in hair care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah lovely hair. Molly's really great with her hair though. I learned some tips from Molly, so. Thanks. <laughs> to be fair, my hair naturally is very frizzy and curly and it would be like whoosh if I didn't do anything with it. So, Another sound um, effect to add to the how to survive <laughs> bank. We've got rare, rare. Was it? I don't, I don't even know. And whoosh, whoosh. Which is great, you know, for a, you know, for a podcast trying to do something physically to show. Anyway, moving on. Okay, folks, let's Eddie, Kaylee, let's help these people survive restaurants, whether they're just getting back into them, whether they're a server, whether they're eating there, let's help them. Eddie, we're going to go with you first. What's your first top tip or only top tip for surviving restaurants? Okay, this is good because I think we were kind of going there anyways. So my top tip and I needed it to apply all the way around. So whether you're a server or whether you're a customer going to a restaurant, I think being in good company mm. is my way to survive a restaurant. So working yes. with great friends like Molly or going to go out to eat with friends and sit like for Molly. Yeah. 
and enjoy a restaurant. I think it makes a huge difference because as I'm sure we've all experienced, whether it's been working with people we don't like, there's always, you always appreciate when you have that time when you're working with really yeah. great people. And then the same goes for when you go out to eat, the food is not always going to be great. And yeah. the service is not always going to be great. But if you're in good company and you're having good drinks, then it's always a great night out. So to survive the restaurants, be in good company. Eddie, oh, I, I love, love that, that tip. I absolutely love yeah. that. It, yeah, it's so true. Have you ever served a table of people that are not in good company and had a bad experience of that? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I have. You're like, I'm don't I don't know what I'm going down. I don't know what I'm gonna yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> down. Help them. My tip's going down. And that's the here we are back to this tip thing, right? Like yeah, yeah. you have it, you are and you're 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 aware of it as a server. What do I do? And so you're yeah. scrambling and then it's like, okay, they leave. And then like that two hours is gone and you've made nothing, you know? Yeah. Mm. So. Well, the other great thing about your tip is, you know, when you're in good company as, you know, as someone going out to eat, it just makes, it makes the food richer. It makes the food taste better, makes the drinks. And then you go back if you're not with that, like if you're in bad company or you're not with those people, you're like, oh, this wasn't as good as last time. I wonder why. <laughs> no, I wonder why. No, that's true. You know what's yeah. true, though about being in good company is that for me, whenever, whenever we go out to eat, I love, like for me to experience a place, it needs to be everything, right? So we're going to grab some cocktails. We're going to have something yes. to start with. Then there's going to be, you know, our, well, entre um, entrees, what do, do we, does everyone say entrees and entrees would be what comes in first. Anyways, yeah. then yeah, we say starters. Okay. Start. And then finally a dessert. Like I want to have everything. So that's also yes. my whole thing is like, you want to have everything. Right. Because I want to find out what the, the restaurant's providing and how am mm -hmm. I going to, you know, how am I going to fully judge this place if I don't have every piece of their, of their uh, culinary. Yeah. You know what I think is another important piece of this advice too. Be in good, be in compatible company. Yeah. Like whether you're working or eating, because like, what if you know? What if you go out to eat with somebody like, and you like to share your food, and you want to like try other people's food, and and that friend doesn't, you know, is like, no, it's my food. Like I don't want to share, you know, yes. or or like there's like allergies or food aversions. You know, you need to know these things. And same thing, like if you're working, like make sure it's compatible, you yes. know, I mean, obviously sometimes being a server, like we're focusing on servers. There's also, you know, shout out to the kitchen staff and the cooks and the bus, yeah. bus people, because yeah. it would not run without them. But like, you can tell, like as a server, I can tell like, oh, this is going to be a good shift based on my cooks yeah. because I'm like, oh, they're compatible. They're good. They're good. But sometimes if there's like a little kink or tense, it's like, oh, fuck. Or even yeah. like, or, or like when you come to shift, you're like, oh, so and so is not working. Oh, fuck, that person's working. Yes. Yeah. Do you, do you know what you made me think of when you 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 were saying your tip as well, Eddie? It's like, and Molly, you might have had this. We've all probably done it as people customers, but you know when people are arguing about who's going to pay for the bill. Yes. And you're like, it's, it's so awkward when you're the um so the person like if I'm for bar work, for example, I'm behind the bar and so like, I'll get it, I'll get it, and I'm like. Who do I push it to? And I, I just put it down and go, do it yourself. I like, yeah. quickly hurry because there's a queue. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, in the US, you're like, 
which one's going to pay me better? Yeah. Who's going to tip more? Who's going to tip more? And sometimes you're right. And sometimes you're very wrong. Yeah. Judge a book by its cover. Yeah. No, I love one. That's great, Eddie. That's a great one. Okay. So Eddie's in good company, be in good company, whether you're eating out or you're working, be in good company. Kaylee, what's your top tip for surviving restaurants? Okay. So I've never actually worked in a restaurant. I've worked with food, but it's not been like a full on restaurant. I don't think it's cut out for me because of I can only carry a plate in one hand and a plate in the other. Don't you make me put a plate on my arm, motherfuckers. Because that plate's going to drop on the floor. You know the you know the saying like I've got enough on my plate. It's like, I've got enough on my hands. Thank you very much. No more plates. So I've always been a bit afraid. But a lot of my friends at uni worked in restaurants and they had a great time. But the closest I got to working in a restaurant was just before our second lockdown in England. I started working in a members bar which had silver service food. I I did two shifts and then lockdown happened and they surprisingly asked to have me back and I was like I can't do it because basically with I, prosecco I bought out the prosecco and I just put it on the table. And then walked away. Have I told this in the podcast before? No, I think you told no, us off. Told off, me. Off, oh, okay. Off, um, like. I bought out the prosecco and just put it on the table and walked away. And then my boss was like, "Kaylee, you need to open the prosecco." And I was like, "I need to open prosecco in front of people, <laughs> like rich posh people that are in a members bar. I can't do it." So I was there for ages, going, "Oh my Close god, your Kaylee!" Eyes. Close your eyes, close your eyes, close your eyes. I can relate to this on so many levels. First of all, it's really intimidating because you have to, you know, you have to get it right. You have to, and sometimes just the bottle won't, like if it's Prosecco or champagne, it won't cork. But I remember when I started at Carabas, Eddie, you know, I don't know if anybody knows what a server key is for, it's a wine key. So no, I don't have know what a, that is. It looks, you know, it's, it's a few, it's maybe six inches long. Don't ask me that in centimeters. I can't remember, but it's half. <laughs> a foot yeah i don't, don't know ask anyway. Me anyway so it's small it just can quickly go in their pocket and then it flips out and there's a corkscrew and oh, okay you, you open it up and i and and so i remember when i started carabas though like we have there's a lot of wine yeah. to be open yeah and i was so intimidated so i bought uh i hope people can imagine this but you know like it's like the wine opener you have at home. It has like you, you put the corkscrew down the middle. It has little wings on both sides and yeah. you twist on top. Yeah. I yeah, brought yeah, yeah. that to work and my boss is like, no, that's not happening. Never again. But it is, it's so intimidating. It's intimidating. It is. And it's, it's scary. And not, I, it I, wasn't wine or champagne, but one time we had oil on the table and the oil, you know, it has a, a cork top and I couldn't, it, it like wouldn't come off. <laughs> and all of a sudden I was, I'm just like trying to like be cool about it. And, and all of a sudden it just goes, I finally get it yeah. off and it just goes flying across the table and like barely miss my, my, my customer. So I completely get that. That's understandable. So basically I just want to work in a place where you can, drop a chip on the floor or on the table and slosh around and gravy will be around on the plates and it doesn't matter you know because that's the sort of place that I don't feel intimidated by but silver service the little bit of drizzle of pesto on top of the fish is just it's just too much for me but what my <laughs> but what my top tip would be is is make friends with the chefs because yes I honestly have to say that I think that being a chef would be the hardest job I really do like oh yeah. like it's Imagine, especially like Michelin, like pumping out that many foods and people complain. 
people complain. So you've made this lovely meal and somebody sends it back. They don't like it. Da, da, da. And I think sometimes people are a bit too complaining. Like mm. they really are. And it, I, I just want to say that the first time I ever pulled a pint in a London bar, I remember the guy was watching me and I, I poured the beer and it was, I was so, I was shaking. I was so nervous. I mean, guys, in the grand scheme of things, this is a pint of lager <laughs> and, it's, right. you know, to a customer but I it honestly everything blood sweat and tears was going into it and then I looked at it and I was like it's a good bit it's a good bit and I put it down and I gave it to him the, he was a local I think his name was butcher Bob because he worked in a butcher's <laughs> but I gave it to him and he went no darling that's got too much head I don't yep. want that put more beer in it and I yep. literally broke down oh. I was like this is a sh I'm, I'm shit my job I can't do it <laughs> and then I was so angry at him for not taking my beer as it was yeah so I can't imagine like if I'm like that with a pint of beer what it's like to be with a chef to 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 be a chef so I think make friends with the chefs because also like some places don't give you free food they just give you discount but if you make friends with the chef they give you free food and they throw mm -hmm. stuff away and then if you're friends with them they'll go Kaylee do you feel like the vegan macaroni and cheese and I'll be like, absolutely. I always feel like the vegan macaroni and cheese. Thank you very much. So yeah, make friends with the chefs. I love this. Did the chef come out and help you with the Prosecco bottle? No. Eddie, <laughs> this place was so busy and so intense that the chef could not come out and help me with the Prosecco bottle. I had to go and ask another colleague to open it. Uh, After that, four more people ordered Prosecco and I'm just like, I'm just going to have to do it. Silver service is like fine, fine dining. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. you've got a lot of forks and a lot of knives and yes. you're like, why is there so many cutleries? Yeah. <laughs> what did the people do when you just like sat down their, their bottle of Prosecco and glasses? Oh my God, you've just actually reminded me. What they did was I, when I couldn't do it, they opened it. They ended up opening it. It wasn't the colleague, it was them. And they, they, they bought me a drink and were like, first shift, darling. Aww. But I couldn't act. I, I thought I could see myself working there and telling every customer that it was my first day all the time. Every day. <laughs> away with it. Yes, I know. That's what's interesting about fine dining too, or um, fine dining is that I feel like the servers themselves are intimidating. And then you yeah. have the staff and then everyone's had these expectations of you. And then you're running. So that's what I, so after casual dining, I went to more fine dining. Did and you? Like, and then you have this competitiveness. Yeah. And so it's funny yeah. you mentioned that because I can remember going over for like bottle service or, you know, and then, you know, cleaning up after each part of the meal yep. and being, ner yes. you know, being nervous about it. And I feel like that environment is definitely just more high shrunk too anyways. Mm, so definitely. I did fine dining in Denver as well. And it was, yeah, you have to, you know, get the crumbs and people judge. Like I, I go out to fine dining and people will freaking judge you on both sides, whether you're the server or the yeah. person eating, there's like so yeah. much judgment in yeah. fine dining, so much judgment. So Alex and I, we, like I said, we love food and we, you know, a couple, couple times a year we'll, you know, go to a really nice restaurant, but I don't like stuffy fine dining. I fucking hate it. There is like one place here that's super pricey, but it's not, uh, it's Laga Roach. I think I'm saying that right. And it's so Aww. good and it's really expensive, but it yeah. is not pretentious at all. And I, it's literally one of my favorite, I mean, I, it's a place you go when you like win a lottery or you, uh, when I, you know, book my first Netflix gig, I'll go there. But yeah, but I, I don't like pretentious. I don't. Yeah. I love it. Dining. I'm all like, I'm only joking. Um, Imagine. Yeah. 
You know what? Something else you maybe think of though, Kaylee, because I also worked in a brewery and it was a, it was a German brewery and we were very specific. We had to have an inch worth of head. And we even had like a marker on every glass to, to show because people would be like, oh, that's, that's too much head. And we're like, nope, that's actually how you're supposed to drink beer. Yes, yes. The marker is good. The marker is good because sometimes the glass is bigger than the pipe. Yeah. But what it makes me think of, and I don't know what either of you think about this, but as people, we're never going to be perfect, but we're required to do things that are yeah. perfect. And that's the issue. And that's why we've all had yes. anxiety working in these industries because it's like, you want me to pour the perfect pint. I'm not a perfect person. I'm not going to be able to do it. You want me to serve yeah. this person in, you know, in the perfect way uh, with the perfect pose and the perfect like poise. And and you want me to put the plates down in this certain way. And it's like, I'm, I'm a human. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to drop stuff, you know? And I think that's why it's difficult. Yeah. You just made me think of something else dropping. I have so many stories dropping stuff. But one time at Caramba's, I was rushing around because, you know, had a million tables and I had this creme brulee and I thought I could like handle it. And can you um, handle it? Can you handle this creme brulee? I couldn't handle it. And I dropped it and I decided that, oh, my foot might catch it. And so <laughs> I tried to catch it with my foot, which ended up kicking it across across the restaurant. So we had this we had this manager, Mickey, and Mickey was like, oh. I, I like Mickey is an entity all of him. So he's one reason I say the word fuck so much because I learned it from him. He would piss you off, but also you wanted to make him proud all at the same time. Like it was almost like mm. your dad, like you get so, and he would just yeah. like, Rah! I mean, like he would freak out and I will never forget when he saw me do that. It was almost worse because he didn't freak out. He just went like, he just looked at me, banged on the, on the expo <laughs> and just like, ugh. And he already had, he was already getting your next Kimberly ready because you know, you fucked that one up. Yep. Anyway, yes, no, I love that. I, the, the great thing about yours too, Kaylee, is make make friends with the chef because a lot of restaurants, like I can sit here in London, though, and like we had it in and and Carabas, but you can sit at like yeah. the kitchen and like watch them cook, and a lot of yeah. times they'll like give you extra yeah. food, like oh here's a little bit of extra, and you can talk to them. Like going back to like you yeah, know yeah, respecting yeah. the game, like they if you ask them questions, they like that. No, really I will say something. You guys are too social and cool people <laughs> if you guys have had this experience with chefs because my experience with chefs is totally different i'm like they are a holes hard to talk to hard to get but you're right like i do eddie, eddie, they do swear a lot yeah and so yeah to be fair eddie like chefs like i should say cooks like chef chefs i would say 50 percent of chef chefs they are straight up assholes yeah. if not even more i worked with one in denver he was just he was terrible and it wasn't even like his food was that great i'm like what is your attitude yeah. you you don't have room for that and then i went to like my next restaurant and that chef he was a typical chef like he was kind of a dick sometimes but also like not really to me because i just dealt with this uber dick and everybody's like oh my god he's such an asshole i was like you should go work where i You're used really to work because but i think it's make friends with the cooks because the cooks are nicer because they'll give yeah. you like free food yeah also maybe it's because we're girls is that sexist i don't know uh i mean we are we aren't uh you know massaging especially yeah. here i would say that was you know some benefit to some of the servers maybe yeah give us some benefit yeah okay Awesome. Thank you, Kaylee. This is great. My top tip has kind of, I feel like we've been kind of swirling around it and I've almost, 
I've almost said it. And it is whether you are going out to eat or you are working in a restaurant, have mutual respect. Uh So if you're going out to eat at a restaurant, especially if you're like in the US, your server is not your servant. They're not your slave. Like respect, give them some respect. Yeah. Yeah, you have the quote unquote power in the situation because you're essentially paying their rent and paying their bills. But that doesn't mean you have an asshole and they're working really hard. I will say on the whole, I do think servers in the US understand their rest, their menus better than servers in the UK. Like you can ask them like really detailed questions. Again, I'm generalizing here. I There are a lot of restaurants I go to here and my servers know their shit and I love it. But yeah, have some mutual respect. They're working hard for that money, okay? So respect them. The flip side of that also is, you know, if you're, if let's say you're a server, we've been focusing on servers a lot. I know because we, like, that's what we have been. But like, if you're a server, also like respect your customers. Like, they are your customers. They're coming there for an experience, you know? Um, they're coming out, they're spending their money, they're spending their time. They've chosen to come to your restaurant. So give them a, some respect. Like, give and them- don't click. And don't click. Don't click. Ugh. That's uh, naughty, uh, clicking. Is that a thing there? People, it's like, like, they go... They not uh, yeah. Have you ever experienced that, Eddie? No. Amazing. I, I have, I have. when I worked at, like, a, a sports bar, I'd have people, like, click at me, and I'm like... Oh, okay. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't come to clicking. I will say in some cultures, though, I have been in some, like, traveling. I think it was... Oh, I forgot where it was. It might've been, I don't want to say, cause I don't want to like put, I don't want to put stereotypes out there, but there have been some cultures that clicking is like a thing you do. And I thought, well, I saw it. I was like, that is incredibly rude. Why are they doing that? But somebody's like, no, 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 no. That's, that's just how you get your server's attention here. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Okay. And what cultures is it <sighs> clicking? Cause I don't I know. I was I've in never... Asia. I was oh, in okay. Asia somewhere. Oh, okay. I want to say I might've been in Hong Kong or Vietnam. Oh, okay. But I I don't remember which. Yeah. So, and here's the other thing I will say, this is kind of, you know, again, have respect for each other. Also have respect, you know, for that person cooking your food, like just, and, and, and also part of that mutual respect as we're going out back into the, back into restaurants, understand that some of these servers, they haven't been working for the past four months, some of them, or they haven't been working for maybe almost a year. And so there may be a little rusty, same thing with the cooks, the bus people, like just have some grace, like give, give them some grace, give them a break. And I would say also for the servers on the mutual respect, respecting people's time, we understand you're going to get busy. If you see a table sit down and you know you're like super busy, just go over and be like, hi, I'll be with you in just a second. I have so much patience if somebody's super busy, but then but the, as soon as they come over, just to be like, I've been, I've I've been seen. Cool. I can wait for you. Like I have so much yeah. patience. So just have like respect. Here's another thing, kind of respect, like kind of like this is gonna be the Molly shits on US restaurant system. But here's another, I'm shitting on the US restaurant system. My tip is over. I just want to say this one little bugbear again that I, I, I hate about that system. Kind of talking about servers and servants. In the US, most states have something called a dram shop law, which means if you uh, get drunk at a restaurant, 
or a bar or whatever, and you decide to drive home drunk, even if people have told you not to, and you mm. get in an accident or something, your server or bartender is liable as well as you are. Now, here's the problem with that. Well, there are lots of problems with that. But one of the problems with that is, as we've discussed, servers live on tips. And I've been in situations where I've just like taken over a section from a shift and somebody's already drunk. And again, it's like, oh, well, like how long are they going to be in my section? A, they're taking money out of my pocket. B, I've tried to cut people off before and then they've been like assholes about it. And again, that's like my money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, that's a side tangent. Just wanna 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 put that out there. So respect your servers and also respect your customers. Just have mutual respect. And if you think about it, restaurants are this crazy thing. Like feed like eating is like something you do with the family. And you're going out to a restaurant to like eat with these strangers in the same room. It's kind of crazy. So just have mutual respect and understanding. I feel like yours and, yours and Eddie's tips are quite similar. Yes, there's, they a, are. there's like a link and, and also everything is very friendly. Like yeah. <laughs> American servers. Yeah, no, yeah, but also mine too, because I'm like, be nice to your chefs, make yeah. friends with the chefs. Yeah. If not just for your own personal gain, so you can have roast potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking this podcast is going to become something that like restaurants would be like, okay, we need you to listen to this pod, this episode, uh, yes. pre, pre training. Yes. Uh, no, but to the respect thing too, though, like even though chefs can be assholes, when I was a server and you'd have someone who who would who would come to the restaurant, you go out there and like, oh, can I alter all of these ingredients? Yes. Absolutely. And it's like, dude, you came here to eat at this person. Yes. He is a famous chef. Why are you doing this? Yeah. So, so that's annoying first off, but it was always great when someone, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know that every restaurant does this, but with the ones that I worked at, they were okay with you calling and saying, hey, can the chef do something for me tonight? I'm going to, I want to come to dinner tonight. Can the chef do something? So that's respect for the customer, yeah. that it, but also to the customer, respect the chef that's creating a menu that yes, is yes, yes. enjoyed a certain way. I'm so glad you said that, Eddie. That's a good point. And, and it made me think of when you were talking about like families go there and stuff. And I was like, probably another good top tip is if you don't like children, don't sit in... <laughs> A table near children because, yes. excuse me, can we move? We don't, you know, like kids are going to cry. They're going to throw their food and they're going to make a lot of mess. For yes. me personally, I love sitting sitting at a table near a family because the babies always end up just staring at me. They're like that. I can't even, yes. this is a podcast, but I can't do, <laughs> I, nobody can see the thing I'm doing, but they just like stare at me and then I'll wave and then they'll look away and then they'll stare and then I'll be like, oh, just have a little moment with yeah. a tiny human being. Are kids going to restaurants as common as here? I mean, are you, is everyone, I don't know why I feel like the rules are so different. That's a good it's, question, Eddie, because the first time I went to a restaurant was when I was 16 and it was in America. Really? I was no. staying with my auntie in America. I got taken to a Mexican restaurant. Now I went there for two months to New Jersey to look after her children while she was pregnant. So I was like a sort of helper and it was unpaid and stuff but it was in the school holiday and I remember like every week I would get taken to a restaurant by different neighbors and every single neighbor told that restaurant that it was my birthday and I could not believe it <laughs> and all the all the restaurant was singing happy birthday to me now my birthday is in February this was in like July and August yeah. and I was getting cake I was getting sombreros I was getting like all this free stuff and I was like 
Wow. And it's not quite the same in England. Okay. <laughs> no, it is not. I never thought of that. I don't really know. I've never, I feel like kids go out to eat, but I don't really notice them. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, you get a lot of free shit in America if it's your birthday. You get so or much. You, and this, or you everyone say it's your sings. Birthday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Ugh. Happy vibes. Ugh. Mm-hmm. It is happy vibes, but oh man, I used to, we used to, oh, I, uh, I think Carabas is the only restaurant I worked at that we would, you would sing, but other restaurants, they yeah. would have like a free dessert or whatever, but oh my God. Do you remember it, Eddie? Do you remember the song? Yes, unfortunately. Tante We're not going to go there. Okay. Oh. I think this has been good, guys. I think we have survived <laughs> restaurants. Yeah. I think this has been good. So basically have some mutual respect, be nice to the chefs and cooks and do it in good company, whether you're working or you're going out to eat because yeah. it just makes it nicer. And it yeah, I feel like I could do another like second edition of restaurants. I have so many pa- like passionate views. We didn't address like how far we are. We are here. Not that we should be this far in America with, with or without masks on. So, Oh but, yeah. So we're surviving. So I am at least, yeah. but I'm vaccinated. So, that, uh, so that, yeah, that's one like disclaimer. Like I, I am vaccinated, and we are going out, and so far I haven't gotten sick. So yay! Yeah. yeah. Have you had one vaccine? Two. I had the two. I had the Pfizer, the two shot. Oh yeah. great, great. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've my 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 next vaccine's coming up. I'll be fully vaccinated soon. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Here in restaurants, you have to have if you you have to have your mask on unless you're eating. Basically, if you're sitting at your table, if, when you sit down at your table, you can take your mask out. Yeah. Off. Otherwise, walking around, you have to have it on and everything's yeah. like a little more distance. Well, that has been How to Survive Restaurants. Eddie, do you have anything you'd like to plug coming up? Feel free to follow me on Instagram. I am not a huge lover of social media, so I try to be as active as possible, but it's at studio underscore V underscore ATL. Yes. The- you know, follow me there. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at how the number two survive pod you, on Facebook, how to survive your life. You can email us. Cause you know, we love those emails ooh, at how ooh, to survive ooh. your life. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, how to survive ooh, your ooh. life pod at gmail.com. Join us next week as we survive something else with someone else. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Theme music by Jazar.